0: Well, it's been a few weeks since Beach Volleyball's program got its head coach here at USF pre-Piantadosi Lima. And I, of course, right when I saw it, I was like, I got to talk to her. And then I figured, wait a second, she's probably got other things to do. I'm (laughs) guessing you've been busy. So was I right in guessing that? And and secondly, thanks for joining me.
1: Oh, Thank you for having me. Oh, for sure. Like I hit the ground, not running, sprinting. (laughs) And sprinting on the sand, a little harder than most coaches get to do. (laughs) Um, This is the heat time of recruiting for us, uh, June 15th is our go-to, you know, uh, date to start talking to the newest uh, graduating year players. And all the Junior Nationals competitions happen right now between the end of June and uh, all the way to the end of July.
0: Wow. So uh, you kind of knew about this with with, with your job. You have to keep an eye on everybody, right? Just to know who can maybe be at your club.
1: Yes, for sure. So by having a club, it really helped me know um, the talent and what, what talent belongs where so, to have an idea of what I want to bring over here, I have that idea because of that. So, I was able to know each and single, like uh, top 20 school programs and all the ones and D2, so mm. to be able to place our kids there. So, we've been successful at that too.
0: I mean, looking at your experience, uh, it was kind of to me, you seem like i'm going to make you blush here a little bit like the the perfect and obvious choice for michael kelly but let me just ask from your point of view when you found out being that you know optimum's here in saint pete you found out that usf was getting a program whenever it was more than a year ago did your antenna raise up at that point
1: well i manifested this job before it was an option <laughs> i really <laughs> did um nice uh, my wife being the head coach at ecker college of in saint petersburg it was never an option for us to be far away from each other, right? Because uh, you, you follow the job when you're a college coach. So I always said, man, if USF gets gets a program, mm, that's the one. That's the one. If they get a program, that's the one. And funnily enough, um, the USF alum got me in touch with Michael Kelly before COVID. And we had a Zoom call and everything to talk about the possibility of having a program. And then COVID hit like two weeks later. Of course. And then we kind of kept in touch lightly. I was like, let me know. Let me know. (laughs) Let me know. You know, try to be not as annoying, but professional at the same time. But Like, ah, you said something. Let me know. And then... They finally, like, pre-we posted the job. <laughs> I said, I am applying today.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he probably didn't even have to officially apply at that point. He kind of knew. That,
1: oh, my that. goodness, no. I had to officially do a lot of things that I had never never <laughs> done before in my life by being always self-employed, right? So I had to mm. learn a lot about, obviously, what it takes at a D1 level and, and the amount of support and resources I have over here. It was a great learning experience.
0: That is tremendous. Uh, you mentioned Eckert, and it started... Did the program begin in in 12? I know that's when you started there. Uh, Oh
1: Yes, my wife got hired to be the head coach over there in 2012. In 2014, I came in and started helping her uh, for a few years, and we started the first D2 program in the nation.
0: That's why I asked, because I want, uh, and I'm definitely going to ask some uninformed-sounding questions, but we're trying to inform people. number one is, to me... Let people know beach volleyball, it, it, it hasn't been around that long, right?
1: No, not at all. We just saw that uh, NCAA started in 2010. Hmm. Uh, officially, AVCA uh, had some, um, probably two to three years before that, an unofficial, right? That's how you kind of emerge in the program. That's what they do with the boys' beach volleyball now. AVCA is hosting national championships until NCAA picks up. And becomes an official sport, hmm. so it started right around 2010, 2014. They didn't have by that time. They didn't have a lot of D2 or at all. So we started the first D2 programs, That's and at right. that time, we played against all D1s. Wow! Know? So yeah. now,
0: so now it's not. But like it's funny because lacrosse is the other sport that's being added here and we're talking about just barely more than 100 schools whereas you know, sports like basketball and baseball have 350 so mm-hmm. roughly in, in volleyball it's about the same thing mm-hmm. what's it grown like in, in Division 2 and you know maybe does USF have a, a date with Eckerd on <laughs> its <laughs> exhibition <laughs> schedule down the road <laughs>
1: hey maybe one day but right now Division 2 they have AVCA Small College Championships okay that's what I saw right, that so and I wonder what so it was so it's the weekend before NCAA Championships okay. so they are grown to have their own championships NCAA as long you know as soon as they get the, their numbers up but uh but yeah division one they they growing tremendous fastest growing sport in NCAA history by the way really beach volleyball
0: so it's not just uh USC UCLA uh, everybody from California it's no, it's gone. it's continuing mm-hmm. to creep east basically
1: yes. LSU is doing a great job TCU like was number one in the nation this entire season lost in the last few weeks the, the position and then the title we're going to be up there FSU so everybody's like we're, we're waiting to bring the the trophy to the east coast you know
0: well you just alluded to it with your first answer about this being a recruiting type of season could you sort of lay out the map right now as far as you know what you're trying to do uh, where are you guys going to practice when you <laughs> get to start practicing and then when is the when does it start for real what's the, when's the first season
1: okay so let's start backwards so the first season is going to be spring of 26 so we're going to bring um kids in the fall of 25 to play But in 24, I'm already bringing uh, transfers and some internationals and some late bloomers, 24s, that I was able to find this weekend, and I'm so happy. I can tell. (laughs) Yeah. And um, what we're going to do, I'm going to have the opportunity to train them for a full year. They're going to redshirt. We'll be able to get them to come in as leaders, right, build the culture. So when those freshmen in 2025, they come, they have – what it feels like to be part of a team right away. Nice. So we got those 2024s in. facility's going to be ready by the summer of 2024, so we can have. Okay. So we can have summer camps and ready for the those players that are coming in, ready to practice.
0: Well, here's I, I said there's going to be some dumb sounding questions. This is number one, and we'll just get into serious stuff in a second. I was thinking because I, I do play by play for sports that get delayed by rain: mm-hmm. baseball, soccer, outdoor sports, mm-hmm. softball. Uh, there's no indoor beach volleyball courts, are there? If yes. It, there is. Yes. So, See, okay. So, I'm not that dumb.
1: Very few facilities um, there they are. Like, right now, like, any, I don't believe that any school has one. Okay. But, like, there's uh, the biggest one, I think, is in Ozark, Missouri. They have 10 courts or so more.
0: That would be the place. Yes. <laughs> Some
1: other, like, I know Louisville has three or four courts, but, like, you know, just little domes or whatever. But, Ozark is huge nice it, yeah
0: okay but but as far as usf goes if there, there can be a rain. we don't
1: need it we don't need
0: it no good good and it's going to be right next to the yingling center when you look at uh, we've seen on the website what it's mm-hmm. going to look like mm-hmm. do you have any input with michael on uh, certain tweaks to it i mean what's it going to look like give the fans a, an idea
1: yes for sure so super excited uh, being right at you know, such a huge building and also n- near locker rooms and bathrooms. So access- accessibility is going to be great. Uh, we're looking and trying to figure out how we're going to fit five courts, not three. And, you know, we want to be a big program. We want to hit the ground running. Hmm. And, like, we're here to do everything that top programs are doing. So we really want to – that's where we're at right now. We're going to figure it out how we can fit five courts over there if we have to change the direction of the courts east, east, west versus south and, and north.
0: That's uh something that, uh, again, uh, just informing people, if I'm correct, you have, you know, the people that are familiar with tennis, you have six courts, six singles situations, obviously mm-hmm. everything in beach volleyball is doubles. Is, is it five and that's it? and That's the whole match, for the five different teams yeah, play? Yeah,
1: so to get a program I- win, you have five squads, five teams that plays against all the other teams, five teams. We also have an exhibition match, which is your sixes. Okay. Yeah, so whoever has extra players, they get to have that 6v6. So it's really nice because it gets them ready to, you know, possibly compete either the next year or if five has injury, we don't hope to put, you know, to come in and play.
0: So uh, typical roster, obviously you have, quote-unquote, 10 starters, but how many do you like to have on a roster? And for anyone listening that's uh, maybe good at the sport or thinks they're good at the sport or would maybe like to be able, what type of uh, individual do you look for?
1: Okay, so roster... um, I'm learning from my, my colleagues, you know, is that the sweet spot between 16 and 18 okay. players. Um, a lot of programs have more than that. Uh, what I'm looking for players is I want builders. I want people who are, if if I were to have a, t- if I were to listen to a team talk talking about us, they're going to say, look, we're going to play USF. They're very strong. They're very resilient. And they have a great high volleyball IQ. Nice. So that means it's going to be really – they have to be on top of their mental game to beat us, and which is harder. Everybody can be physical, but not everybody can be mentally strong for a long, long time.
0: But let me ask about the physical side of it, because I just can see myself trying to play beach volleyball, and after about five points, face first in the sand, that's it for me, how much physical conditioning goes into it. And also, when I think uh, indoor – Height is not everything, but it really helps. Mm-hmm. Is it not as important of a factor in, in beach?
1: Well, you will see the, the top, divi- uh, top programs in the country, they have like 6'2", six 6'3", six six so here and is. there. Okay. Yeah. So uh, some teams have been really successful bringing uh, power five, like six rotations outside hitters or right side hitters from indoor because they bring the size and competitiveness. Right. They just need to learn the game. And they all become all-American, mm. so that helps with size too. But honestly, if you're if you're between like five nine and six one, you can play play really good high-level volleyball collegiately. You know, it's probably shifting every year a little taller okay. because of uh, this income of more indoor players shifting to yeah. beach. Okay. but right now
0: that that's a sweet spot. So that answers, partially answers one of my questions. And Gosh, we have so much time before we actually start playing, so I'll have more questions of uh, are there some crossover performers. i got to ask you a couple more. First of all, growing up in Brazil, I can only imagine that outside of football, which is my favorite sport, by the way, that uh, beach volleyball might have been pretty high up there, basketball as well. Uh, Were you just drawn because it was there uh, all over the place to beach volleyball?
1: Yeah. Well, volleyball and beach volleyball are huge in Brazil. So I, w- I was very blessed to be born in like in the Mecca of the world, yeah. you know, it, USA and, and Brazil. They've been the best uh, of vo- consistently the best volleyball teams in in the world. So, yes, it was always there. And I, I always say, like, being from a third world country and you have all these idols playing, it seems so unattainable. You know, you play for fun and you get better, but you don't see your, your journey. So when I got over here, there was this degree of separation in Brazil. I don't know because of culture wise, but then I started playing just like leveling up over here. And then all of a sudden I was near my. Idols in America.
0: That's something
1: you know. And then, like, I always joke. Like, my biggest flex is that all my friends are Olympians.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, know you know what? <laughs> that's that's not a joke. That is a serious statement. I like, would be flexing all the time on that. <laughs> no,
1: but it's just for me. It's a funny joke. She only like, she only you know got the, a bronze, by the way, but she's still my butt <laughs> You know the Olympics? Yes. Well, they had to beat me to get there. So, <laughs> but but honestly, the my idols became my friends. Uh, some of them, my mentors. Some of them, my biggest supporters, I wouldn't be here without, like, oof, I can't even, I don't have enough words to talk about Mr. Mate Trainer. Mm. You know, what an incredible, you think she's an incredible player, there's no measurement of how much more she's an incredible person, she's one of the best out there. Um,
0: I always love watching her compete, really did.
1: Yes, she's awesome, um, it's just, Misty has always been such a great supporter for me, with me and, and all my endeavors, and then once I got to play them over here, I got a, a My partner at that time, she picked me up, uh, a veteran from Brazil, and she said, Pri, you're playing really good volleyball. You should go back to Brazil and play some professional volleyball there. And I was like, oh, really? Like, I didn't know. I'm on on that journey like 1% better every day, just get better this time on the tour. And when I got to Brazil, I started playing against so many, like, incredible players that they were so unattainable at the time, and I didn't know. And I made that – I jumped that gap. You know, my first tournament – my first professional tournament in Brazil, I played with uh, an up-and-coming defender – and none of us has ever, like, obviously in Brazil, I had never done anything, and we got third. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I didn't, you know, like, I didn't know. I was such in a, in a, in a road of just getting better. Hmm. I didn't know, like, results, why, by my results, seeing how good I was getting, you know? So I, I don't know. I guess that was a great mindset because I never felt pressured to do anything great. I just felt like I need to get better. Wow. I need to get better.
0: So you're going to be able, with all of your vast resources, probably pick out people that might not know what, th- their next step is, hey, we got a place for you to play, so it, it's a yeah. nice little tie-in. Hey, speaking of tie-ins and Brazil, do you know anything about the uh, new assistant for the indoor volleyball team, Leandro Visoto? Might yeah. you have crossed paths or at least heard about him?
1: Uh, yeah, well, definitely heard about him winning some Olympic medals for Brazil.
0: <laughs> it's a big <laughs> deal, isn't it?
1: He's a big deal, guys. We got a good one. Mm-hmm. I was so happy. Uh, fun fact, I play club volleyball with his sisters. Nice. So I've known him since he was uh, possibly six, eight, eight years old. <laughs> but then we have this huge gap of twenty years that I haven't seen him. But we're like, when you know, when I saw him walking when I was I was uh, a couple of weeks over here on campus because I haven't been here, and I go and I saw his shape, and I recognized the no shape. Way. Like I haven't, and I was like Leandro, and he goes, Hey, Bri. you know, like, and I was like, I cannot believe you're here. Like that's so weird and so cool. But like, I was like, Wow. You guys got a good one. That was great. We're lucky to have him. And what's more impressive about him is that talking to him real quick, it was just like an encounter. Hmm. Uh, a lot of Brazilians leave school to go pros because from a third world country, that's your way out, right? To do better is being a professional. And he said that while he was in the in the national team and doing his career, he do sports administration. Like, he was getting ready for after volleyball, which it doesn't happen. My best friend got fourth in Beijing. After that, she went back to school to be a PT. Hmm. And now, like, she struggles financially. And she's an Olympian. Yeah, so it's it's incredible that not only he got set up to have a professional life after playing professional, but I didn't know he could speak English. Like, you know, like, it's... (laughs) It's hard. It's hard for Brazilians. So the Brazilians that get to play overseas, you get to learn all the languages and stuff. It kind of helps. But you see a lot of the local national uh, Brazilian pros is really hard to have. You know, I have a friend that she was on the pro tour when I was there. And now she's like a personal trainer, you know, and she's having a, a good life. But if they probably had invested a little bit more, right. but there's no there's no way there's no way you, you got to give your all to be your best mm-hmm. that there's no
0: balanced, really. Well, we appreciate the insight, and we're really appreciative of the new Brazilian uh, vibe here, even though Mario was a player on the team last year. And i got to finish up with one of the coolest things. Okay, the coolest thing, other than the fact that it's, it's you here, that I saw and actually the first story on com, and that is your use of the phrase Bulls Beach. I just <laughs> think that has the best ring to it. It's so great. To you, what do you want Bulls Beach to sort of represent?
1: I want us to be known nationally, as a force to be reckoned with because of our character, because of the character of our kids. Our program is going to be driven by discipline and honesty, and they're going to be authentic within themselves, like just feeling comfortable. And I think that's where your biggest strength comes, you know, comes from.
0: Awesome. So great to meet you, Pree. now. Nice to meet you. Thanks for taking time out because I know you're right back on the recruiting trail. Oh, Go get yeah. some more. Get <laughs> some more to Bulls Beach. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much.